Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. I will have access to computer in a minute, uh, but go ahead with the first caller. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my call and uh, appreciate your effort you're doing for the immigration community. Uh, sure. I have a couple of questions, Rahul. Like, uh, I am on H1 working for a company with an approved I-140. I actually got a you know full-time offer uh, in January 2022 last year. Uh, with company B mm-hmm. and H1 transport has been initiated and approved. However, due to some reasons, you know, I did not uh, uh, join that company B and continue with my current company A. So, mm-hmm. and the uh, company B is still valid and uh, they have not uh, cancelled it. Now, I received mm-hmm. another you know, full-time offer with company C and they are about to initiate my H1 transfer. With that said, the question mm-hmm. is, do I gonna have any issue with the transfer? And I also, you know, when I go for my visa stamping, I have an appointment in August 2023. Uh, will my case appears to be fishy due to the transfer and end up in any, you know, RFEs and stuff like that? So because what your question is, because you transferred to company B and you never joined company B, now you're going to move to company C or probably going to continue working on company A. Will it ever create any problem at any point of time in your life? The answer is only one word. No, zip, zero, will not cause any problem for you. Okay, even if I go for the stamping? You go for stamping, you go for H1B, you go for H1B extension, you go for transfer, you go for green card, you go for citizenship, nothing. Next person, please. Uh, One more question. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, like uh, I have approved, I want to put in my spouses on H4EAD. So now after I, you know, change the company and, you know, my GC will be obviously initiated with a new company. So, uh, you know, will my spouse H4EAD will be still intact till the validity? And once it is expired, you know, can I use the existing I-140 approved from the company A and, uh, you know, file for her, uh, you know, H4 extension, EAD extension? Answer is yes to all the questions you said. All right. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you so much. Next question, please. Yeah. Hello, Rahul. Uh, this is Shruti. And uh, currently I'm on H-1B grace period. And uh, when I looked on the status uh, USCIS uh, receipt note online, it is showing me that revocation notice was sent. And on February 17, 2023, we revoked the apply- approval of your case and mailed you the revocation notice. It explains the reasons. So I, I want to understand what does that mean? And am I considered out of status? or September 2023. 2020 uh, February February 17 2020 uh, February 17 2023 they they we revoked the appro- approval of your case and, no uh, ma'am you will not have any problem you're fine so am I out of status or uh, is it okay no I ma'am mean, even if they even if they withdraw it you still uh, have the 60 day grace period you still oh. have it when is your I 94 expiring. Uh, September 2024. You have 60 days after you got laid off, ma'am, okay? 
and it won't impact my H-1B transfer or in future also I'm able to work for any other employer as well? Absolutely not a problem if you get a job within 60 days. But what are the options if you don't get a job within 60 days for you? I'm planning to move on H-4 soon. Does, so, does, do you have H-4 EAD? Yes, I have H-4 EAD in the past. You absolutely will not have any problem. Yeah, file for H-4 plus EAD. Okay. okay. And yeah, you okay. will have no problem to moving to H4 EAD. You will have no problem moving to H1B. You will have no problem in the green card, citizenship, okay. whatever not. Just like the way I told the other guy. Next person, please. Thank you. Lavanya. Lavanya. Ashok. Ashok. Hello. Yes, go ahead, Ashok. Yeah. Uh, did you see my questions? Um, I am, I'll have access to your questions in a in couple of minutes. Can you tell me though? Because I'm just taking my coffee. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I joined employer A in November 2020. My max code was on July 2022. So I filed a future form with employer B and it was approved in November 2021. Um, employer A also filed a form uh, in November 2021, but it got audited. So uh, employer B once again like uh, filed a Y140 and that's going to be transferred. So I was with employer B and then working as a contractor to employer A. And uh, mm -hmm. recently in December, employer A form got approved. And uh, mm -hmm. they filed a change of employer, and then I just joined them back in February. Uh, mm -hmm. I had registered for a DS-160 appointment, my earlier employer, and uh, now I have to change it to the current employer. So my question mm -hmm. is, will there be any issues with stamping because there are like two IE-140s and then there is a switch back and forth between employer A, B, and then back to employer A again? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. Not an issue at all. Not an issue at all. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Hey, one, 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 other, one other question I had is, if you can still hear me. Go ahead. Hey, uh, uh, my wife, uh, she was in Canada, and then when she came back, uh, she came back to Atlanta. So initially, when she was filling her I-9, uh, she might have given the Atlanta address, but her office was in uh, Pennsylvania. But she went back to Pennsylvania that week itself, but I'm not sure what address she filled in the I-9. And uh, she, she later had I an amendment question then. Okay, mm -hmm. keep going. So uh, she later had an amendment for uh, the Atlanta location, but initially when she was here, she came here to keep her things and leave the kid with me and then go back. But when she did the I-9, I don't know who her officer was, she asked what address and then probably she gave my address. That's okay. Uh, but she she can, as long course. as she has a driving license, she has a lease agreement, she has proofs that she's staying there, I don't see any problem there. Okay? Okay, so it doesn't matter like uh, she gave an address here, sure. but uh, if she, had just, she has given the I-9 address as a wrong address, but she is living in the current correct address though. We don't have a problem. But if she has given the wrong address and she's staying in the wrong address, we have a problem. Okay, thank you. If you have driving license, lease agreement that shows that she'll be living in the correct address and and make sure that the paycheck is getting processed with the correct address, okay? Okay, thank you. Next Rohini? person, please. Try to fill out, okay, now I have access, guys, so go ahead. I, yeah, I have access to the Zoom. Yeah, go ahead, Rohini. Yeah, so I recently, um, I mean, I was on my F4, uh, F1 visa. And... H, 
Yeah. You you had so, H four ED. You asked my employer to file a green card. Should I have to have H one B before filing a green card? Is that your question or is it different? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I I mean. Uh, yeah. That's my question. But I what I was trying to say is I recently uh, changed my status to F one to H four EAD. So I'm currently working with the same employer uh, that I was working before. Uh, they were okay to file for my green card. So I just want to check. Uh, should I have a H one B before they file a you, green card or with my H four EAD? Absolutely not. They can they can file green card on H four EAD. Okay. Okay. So the um, I just have to tell them that I have a approved H four EAD and they can start the process. That's right, ma'am. Next okay, person, good. please. Thank you, Pranit. That's a good step you're doing. Finish your I one forty off, ma'am. Next uh, person, hi, please. Rahul. Hi, Rahul. This is Pranit. Mm -hmm. uh, so recently, I have I have I went through uh, interview and I got two twenty and G. They asked for I twenty all I twenties and then I nine eighty threes from uh, and the, also the sworn statement for my uh, for all the OPT sponsors. So I have submitted all those documents, but still received received a refusal, asking for uh, my initial OPT. Uh, I have Does, like two companies. Which company? What are the two companies? So this one company called Remote Tiger and another is Business Intelli. Uh, business Intelli okay. Solutions. So they have asked me uh, for the pay stubs and W twos for those two companies. Business Intelli. Business Intelli mm, mm -hmm. has some issues, though. I don't know about mm -hmm. this Tiger company, though. You may want to have a private consultation. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now, I mean, I initially I haven't worked with those companies, but uh, to file uh, to submit in in my university. I have uh, got the offer letter from Remote Tiger. That is and then I... that is considered to be that is considered to be fraudulent. Okay, saying mm -hmm. that to if you are not working and you're telling you're working from them, is considered to be fraudulent application. That's the reason they denied it. You need yeah, to have a private there. Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, I have. Uh... We we know what this. Uh, I know what this business intelligence company is. Okay. Uh, they took the money to give the letters. So you need to contact a private lawyer. Sir. Next person, please. Prabhakar. Prabhakar. Krishna. Uh, hey, Rahul. How are you? Yes, go ahead, Krishna. Right. Um, my friend... So, so the company A does not exist right now. No, actually company A right now it does exist. But the thing is, uh, it is being sold to company B. And... Uh, Right now, they are they do not want to take any of the new employees because uh, the merger is in progress. So what and company this, and this a, I got the yeah. So keep going. Yeah, the company A. What they are saying is uh, let uh, if you want, uh, we know some other company which they are willing to take, and uh, we have business with them as well. Uh, we want to place you there, and you need not apply for amendment. But uh, it does not seem to make sense to me. So that's what I wanted to. Ask you, I might have so, missed so, something. Uh, the, the, the company A, when it represented to the USCIS, where mm. did they say the job would be? Uh, at their location itself, company A's location but, only. But, the, but there is no job there right now. Uh, right now, it is in the same area, but not in the company A. And, and you said that company A doesn't want to go have them come here is it right that's what you told me 
Yeah, I mean, so because it is being sold to company C, right? So under company C, sorry, company B, company B does not want to take new employees because uh, they have a different. Um, so, so right company B is company company A B is the same as company A is right? Who controls company B? It's company uh, who controls else. company A? Company B. The company A is controlled by company B, is right? Uh, right now it is in the process yeah. of acquisition. Well, I yeah have them have a private consultation because I don't know who has a control of company A right now. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I don't know so, whether company company C has it, company A has it, company B has it. We can't go in a coin toss. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Sudha. Yeah. Hi. My question is, uh, I I think I sent it uh, uh, through the I got it. Give me know, one second. by the form. Uh, D U S. Say, yeah, I'm looking at it now uh, as only application. Yeah, yes, ma'am. You're speaking about EB2, is it right? You're talking about EB2, is it right? Yeah, it may take, it yes, may take a EB2. long time. What is, your what is your priority date? What is your priority date? And 2012 March, and our application was pending for one year, and the dates retrogressed. And I'm pretty aware of all the dates. I'm pretty much aware of all the yes. dates retrogression, please. Um, so for 2012 to become current, it may not take seven to eight years, though. Are you getting my point? Okay. Yes, and because uh, in chat with Charlie, he was saying that there are 23,000 applications pending. There are only 3,000 numbers available per year. So that's my concern. I know, but they are up the 23,000 that are pending are also that are pending for December of 2014. Yours is 2012. Okay. Are you getting the okay. idea? Yes, yes, yes. And because we don't have any other I-140s and this is a national interest waiver and we have a daughter who is uh, 21 year old. So that's why I'm just concerned whether we need to leave her alone and just apply for EB3. Sudha, Sudha, you, you, she's already locked in the priority dates because right now they said based on the filing date, she's locked in. Did you listen to our video about it or you did not? Yes, yes, I know. But, you know, uh, my concern Sudha, is if it's going to take on. more than one year, two years. Calm down. Sudha, can you hold on for a minute? Because I want to get the basics first, though. So, you know, your daughter is locked. Is it right? Yes. Yes, I know that. Yes. So, she's going to get the green card along with you, whether it's going to take five years or ten years. What's your concern right now? The problem is, you know, Switching jobs is becoming a problem because we don't have any other I-140 and uh, the future employers, what's a, what's uh, they want some sort have? of... What solution do you have in your in your table? Um, my, uh, we are just you know, contemplating whether we can apply another E3 and leave her out of the application and just because the date is current, we can just ask for a downgrade and uh, we, in six months or one year, we may be able to get the green card and then just uh, apply for her as on family basis. She's on the student visa right now? Uh, she's not on student visa. She is on uh, EAD right now. Did she already complete her 21 years? Uh, yes. 
that's going to be that's going to be bad idea to let her go man i would not next person please shrika thank you shil yeah hi rahul garu that, that's uh, misuda that's my personal choice though okay that's not you know i'm not advising you what to do it's nothing illegal or legal it's just my personal choice if i my child is about 21 and my priority is 2012 i'm not letting my child get out and be out of status because they are an ead i mean they don't even have a f1 so i definitely would not like that choice though go ahead uh, uh, sri yeah yeah uh, i'm hi rahul garu uh, so i'm currently actually looking for an employer to file my pwd or perm uh, so is it is there an easy way to find an existing employer with pwd approved uh, because i i currently have 13 months and 3 days remaining my employer is current employer is going to delay my process even though i stick with them so so i have one company order? that keep i have one company that keeps advertisement all the time ready okay oh, mm, yeah and if you qualify for those advertisements they won't want you to hire you okay mm. and yeah, they will sponsor they have they can file faster contact this company which i said to you okay yes yes sure 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 um i also trying to search in linkedin i came across one employer they have uh, you were, you can choose any company you are talking so they have so. what they have your uh, uh, attorney name so attorney means your ready and human name i wanted to validate sure. i want no we, we I... cannot give their person we cannot give their personal information unless they yeah. tell us to do it so yeah this can company I... tells us to go this they, you can have them you can have them email it to us and we can email it but if you email and ask us the information we don't provide it to you okay but this particular yeah. company told us to this company company told us to inform people like you Yes, yes. I'll I'll get in touch with them. Yeah, sure, sure. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not telling the other company is not qualified, but I'm just telling. Next person, please. Yes. Prabhakar. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, actually, I I am filing for a new uh, new new. I'm filing for like a new H&B through new employer. I'm already working with the current company. So suppose if I'm not like willing to join the new company, can I stay with the uh, the existing company? They can file the H&B amendment. so for the current company you are working on h1b's right yes correct new company you're going to file a transfer of h1b yes correct yeah and after the transfer of h1b you probably might choose not to go join that company yeah correct correct you absolutely correct, correct. have no problem you're in good shape okay, okay. Uh, one more question yeah one more question like i am filing with a new card the new employer h4 ead if they did approve can uh, if i stay, if i stick with the same company my existing company can i use the h4 ead of the new dates so you want to move from h1 to h4 ead no no my wife actually my wife actually my for my wife i am filing h4 ead with the the new company which I, which i am going to transfer so if that company approve transfer the h1b and then like and then like they file the h4 ead and got approved so because like my my current company h4 ead for my wife expires on september so in that case actually she can work with the work with the new h4 ead she can she can she as can. long as you're meeting the h1b she can oh it doesn't matter of irrespective of any company doesn't matter as long as you meet see h4 and h4 is ead is given to her saying that mm-hmm. she is married to you and you're meeting the h1b 
whether your H1B okay. is with Apple, Microsoft, Google, it doesn't matter. Her okay. H4 is given to her. H1 is given to whom? H1 is given to the company, not to you. H1 okay. is given to Microsoft, okay. not to you. Okay. 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 Totally understood, Ravalgar. Thanks a lot. Next. Next person, please. Krishna. Try to fill out the forms, guys, uh, that my team is giving. It will be become easier. Krishna, go ahead. Yes. Um, I am... I hear that the U.S. consulates can no longer ask for client letters for H-1B applications. Um, is that true? That, that's my question. Krishna, Krishna, here is the reason though, okay? Uh, you may have a freedom of speech, is it right? Okay? Mm -hmm. yes. So it doesn't mean that you curse me and then you say freedom of speech and you ask me to answer the question, is it right? I, I will be offended, is it right? Yes. I'm going to try to shut you off in some other yeah. technical way. Okay. So it would be in the best interest for you to provide the end client letter though, okay? If you mm -hmm. don't, they may always mm -hmm. have some other excuse, okay? So be careful on that. Okay. No, uh, the main reason why I'm asking that I just want to, if I could take the end client letter, but sometimes it may take longer time. So uh, why I was asking, okay. should I postpone the appointment? So Krishna, you need, yeah, I wouldn't postpone the appointment if I were you. But if possible, I'll get the end client letter. Okay. okay. Yep. Yep. Thank Next you. Next person, please. Sid. Uh, hi. Good afternoon, Rahul. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Rahul, I'm on uh, H1B and currently like uh, outside of US right now. Uh, so, how many days I can stay outside the US on H1B? Well, you're not on H1B. Where are you right now? I'm in Canada right now. What visa you are in Canada? Sorry? What visa you hold to stay in Canada? Oh, I'm a Canadian citizen. I have a house in Canada as well. Okay. If you're a Canadian citizen, you can live forever in Canada. You don't need my advices, right? Yeah. yeah. I, no, no. The, the reason is because my... Because uh, only, only when you stay in USA, you are an H1B. Okay. So your green card is pending with this company. Is that what you're telling me? Correct. Um, and what is the final action? What is the priority date? Uh, my dates are current right now. Our fingerprint has done. My medical has been completed. Uh, uh, no, I do not want you to stay outside the country for more than three months. If you have idea of staying more than three months, I want you to consult a lawyer privately and evaluate the risks involved in it. I would recommend to avoid the lawyer. Okay. So in this case, because normally when, when we go uh, with the New York uh, port of entry, like um, they didn't ask any questions like, where are you going? I normally tell them I work for my employer. So yeah, how many it's, days it's, should I work remotely? As I said to you, just because somebody is doing a shoplifting, they're not looking into, doesn't mean that it's legal, is it right? So what I would say is that if you're going more than three months, yeah, you need to consult a lawyer and then you need to be prepared. When you're consulting a lawyer, it doesn't mean that you're doing a good job, okay? Mm -hmm. Then the lawyer will tell you the risk percentage, what happens if this happens, this happens, that happens. Then you can see, hey, do you want to stay in United States or maybe you will risk the green card mm -hmm. because you're getting other benefits outside. You'll have to evaluate. Within three months, you're good. After three months, you need to consult a lawyer. Next person, please. And also like one more uh, question, Rahul. On that one, so let's suppose uh, I I will follow your advice on that one. So let's suppose if my green card is approved and if I'm outside US, so what will happen? Should I tell them like I was traveling and my green card was approved? Yeah, and you can I have can somebody mail you the green card and then you can come on the green card. 
if you have an advanced parole, they'll still allow you to come back and advance parole. Even I don't have advanced parole. Um, the, you can come, you can have somebody mail you the green card. You can come on the green card. Okay. 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 No problem. Thank you so much. Ankit. I appreciate it. Next person. Ankit. Uh, uh, hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, so like, uh, like, you know, my previous employer, uh, did not, uh, uh pay, pay, pay salary, uh, in 2015 when I was on H1B. Uh, so, and currently I am not in USA right now. I am in India. So will, uh, like in a, currently, uh, I have a new employer who is, who, who has filed my H1B. So will it impact, uh, stamping H1B stamping with this new employer? 2015. That's very long time ago. So I would say and I traveled after that. I traveled, uh, in 2016, I traveled and came back with the same stamping. Yeah. Uh, right now, I would say that you have less than 5% probability of having a risk because you did not get paid in 2015. Okay. Next person, please. Hi, uh, Rahul. This is Kshama. So I have a question. So my I-140 was approved, but uh, my H-1 has expired on Feb 1 this year. So my lawyers filed B-1 visa for me to remain in the status. Now, when I-140 was approved, they filed H-1 extension along with transfer of change of status. So I just mm -hmm. received an RFE on the change of status um, saying that um, since the B-1 is still not approved, it is still in progress. Change to the consular processing, get the H-1B stamping and come back. Okay, so... Uh, in your experience, um, do you think that I would not get change of status approved at this moment? No, because they issued an RFP. Um, if you, uh, if there's some, some of the officers will approve it, some of the yeah. officers will not. And this okay. officer is not willing to approve it. So the best option is right now not to confront it, go for the consular process and get the standing and come back. Okay. And um, do you recommend me to go to India or any other country for the... You can go to Vietnam. You can go to Vietnam if you want to. Next person, please. Ramali. Hey, Ramali. This is Vijay. Um, um, I logged in with my voice uh, ID. So, so no problem. Is, I, um, I have my 485 of, uh, concurrently filed with 140. And then I got my receipt notices uh, two weeks back. And um, I'm thinking of going to India in July. Uh, is it advisable or uh, I, I can wait? Uh, for that um, and you have the H1B or H4 stamp in the passport? Uh, no, I have expired H1B, but I haven't valid H1. So you're going to go there for stamping? Mm, uh, I may go for stamping or I, I have my wife's uh, uh, EAD actually. I, I, she's in adjustment of status. I can use my wife's EAD. Ah, okay. She, so you have your wife adjustment of status, advanced parole. Yeah, I don't yes, see any problem in you traveling. I don't see oh, any I, problem in you traveling. I can use the EAD while coming back. Uh, hurry. Advanced, not EAD, oh. advanced parole. Oh, her, her advanced parole. Okay. And then, and then can I use that same EAD for my another job since while my okay. Absolutely. You can. We don't see any problem in it. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thank you. Next caller, please. Ravi. Satish. Vinod, Murti, Ahmad. Oh, looks like they're just here to listen to I, other people. iPhone, MD. But, so nobody's asking questions, guys. Uh, nobody's raising hands. Nobody's filling the form. So it's 12 o'clock. Uh, so I think so. everybody came to listen. 
So we're going to close the Zoom call right now and the next Zoom conference will be tomorrow at 4.30. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.